instead of saying, this is what I want, it's all about me, I go, it's always first, okay, what does God want us to do? Mm. What do we need to do? So it's always thinking about Him first and then ourselves second. And when you choose to do that, just like when you're married, it, it changes your perspective. Welcome to Behind My Journey, a podcast that is for our community. In today's episode, the conversation with Ben and Brittany Stinnett continues. Part one ended as we discussed their passion for volunteering in the community. So we'll pick up where we left off for part two. Right. So, and community is a is a vague term because it can it can cover you know an entire town's population. It can refer to the church, or it can even refer to as just a small family. And so, how how have you guys? You guys said you had children. Have you guys kind of tried to instill that that passion for volunteering and helping in, into your kids? Well, they're three and five. Um, small things. So small things. <laughs> you, we did, we did take them with us last week. Yeah. Uh, but we want them, we want them to be thinking about giving. We want them to be thinking about, hey, who who can you help? Mm-hmm. You know who. You know, we try to ask them good questions about school. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, who made you laugh? Who, who'd you play with? Did you notice somebody that wasn't any? Mm-hmm. Nobody was playing with them. Mm-hmm. Um, just to get them, you know, in that mindset. In that mindset, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not that we're worried about it when they're five, but <laughs> yeah, you know, get ten years mm-hmm. old, and mm-hmm. I don't. I hope my daughter's not a bully. You know, <laughs> I, I hope they love. You know, love those around them. Mm-hmm. Yes, one of, last week when um, we went down there, it's the first time we had to ex- actually experience the country and just some of the beautiful things. You sh- and, but we did do some of the mission work, and one of my favorite days was visiting families, and we deliver food and just get to know them and pray for them. Um, and so while we're meeting with the mom, I just hear giggling and laughing outside, and my sister's out there with my daughters and my nephew and another little girl named Melanie. and. They're just playing, and I go look at their toys, and she's this basket just full of toys, but they're so dirty and filthy, and it's like, oh my gosh, as a mom, I'm like, I wish I could go buy them mm-hmm. and teach you how to clean and do all of these things, but they were just like, it, the kids didn't see that. They didn't see, they just saw her. They didn't her. see the dirt floor. They didn't see any of that. They saw her as a person and just loved her and wanted to laugh and pray and, and wow. or play and just have a good time, and it was just... I was like, okay, I want to see people the way my kids see people. Yeah. And just and so um, sometimes I think God speaks to our kids and right. just how, how they are. And so that's what I want them as they get older to look past the mess and see the person. And so that's something I think as a parent I really want for my children. That's really good. And it sounds like with all the missionary work and raising a family, you guys are, are very busy. So how do you find the time, uh, I guess, to maybe make sure you guys are connecting with God and sometimes there are different ways that people do that. Maybe you do it by yourself or as a couple. How do you guys continue to make sure that you know, you're checking in, you're making sure that you're communicating and hearing from them while also doing all these other things that are on your plate? Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Because um, we're just in that season, and there's so many parents who are in that season. Mm-hmm. You're just exhausted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just this idea of praying and being intimate with God is like, it can be exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we've been talking a lot more about rest this last year. Um, read a really good book, Ruthlessly Eliminate Hurry, from John Mark Comer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talking about this idea of a Sabbath. And so we haven't got it perfect. We're, we're not there yet. But we've been trying really hard to have a Sabbath day with our kids. Mm-hmm. 
and not like super spiritual Sabbath day, but like a day of rest and being thankful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we realize like there are things that our kids love to do with us. Um, and that if we're slowing down, you know, it's like mm -hmm. busyness will ruin your relationship with God faster than anything. Mm -hmm. That's true. And so it's, hey, how can we slow down as a family? How can we teach our kids to rest, mm -hmm. to be grateful? Mm -hmm. uh, so I think for, for us, it's often, how are we being, how are we being grateful? How mm -hmm. are we pausing to, to tell God things? Mm -hmm. uh, not just asking Him for mm -hmm. things, but... Yeah, or even just different people that we know. Um, we give Jared a, a hard time, but he is one of our um, close and dear friends. And him and Sarah are a few years older than us and a different season. Well, They're... Jared's a lot of years older than us, <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarah's not. <laughs> She's stunning. Um, and their their children are a few years older than us, and so their season of life has changed. And um, I just can remember countless of times we've just talked to them separately, you know, Sarah just randomly at church or even Jared in the office, and just, hey, this is what we're going going on in our life and busyness and work and school and all of these things, and they, just the wisdom that they share, and I trust them, uh, trust their opinion and their experience because you see it in their children, mm -hmm. you know, you see um, what they have done, um, just reflect as their kids are teenagers and how they love the Lord and love people and are in the community and even their family, they want to be with their parents. And so um, I want that. So I want to get advice from other people yeah. that have already walked in, um, in my shoes, you know, who already have already gone through this uh, season of life. Um, also, getting finding time with the Lord. I commute to work. Uh, Pill and Holland has offices all over, but I work in Benton, mm -hmm. and um, so that twenty minute drive is a great time for me. I love worship. I love music, and I love podcasts and and different things. And so that's usually that my time, my time, my mom time, of me time of just um, just reflecting, a lot of thinking and praying. And so that's a great time for mm -hmm. me to definitely be prepared before I come in and I have two kids on me of like mom mom this and mom that and <laughs> where's dinner got laundry all the things well that's that's <laughs> what I was going to say is you know with a three-year-old and a five-year-old mm. trying to find some quiet time is probably mm -hmm. pretty hard to do but I guess you guys do the best that you can as far as trying to trying to find that time so yeah just grateful for the small moments and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in the car two hours a day uh, so most of the time it's inappropriate rap music, right? Uh, but occasionally, God forgives. Yeah, yeah, occasionally there's, uh, you know, just turn everything off. You know, just kind of sit, sit in the quiet for a bit. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And you guys clearly, just from talking to you, have a very strong foundation in God. So, how how has your life changed once once you kind of found that God was that that main part of your life? Like you, instead of just being one of a tertiary areas he's the main thing how is it kind of placing him in your in, in that center and then like like you guys have done growing together growing individually and then growing a family i mean it's when you place him in the center especially when we were first married and trying to figure out how you become as one um it is it we always think first okay what what does god want us to do in something big or uh, something small that like it changes how we I'm rambling here but <laughs> um, how we make decisions and where we go next as a family so it has instead of saying this is what I want it's all about me I go 
it's always first, okay, what does God want us to do? Mm. What do we need to do? So it's always thinking about him first and then ourselves second. Um, and when you choose to do that, just like when you're married, um, you know, I choose to put Ben before myself, it, it changes your perspective and, um, and where you go and mm. what you choose to do. I think through the years we've talked more about it's not what God wants us to do, it's more about who He wants us to be. Um, and, you know, Brittany started our relationship. I confessed all my craziness to her. And she said, I forgive you and I will never hold it against you. And she, she legitimately has not ever done that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, that was such a Jesus act of kindness and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's where that's where our relationship started, and so I think that played a big role. I think lately, just thinking, you know, what what was Jesus all about? Well, he was constantly healing. Uh, he was constantly thinking about restoration, um, and so you know, he was constantly with people. You know, he had his friends, mm-hmm. and they had dinners, and they you know all that. And so I think about that stuff a lot about hey, how can we help restore? How can we help heal? How can we help hang out and just just everybody just chill? Yeah. Um, and so I, I think as, our, as, our, as we get older, as we get more mature, I think, in our faith, I think we get more casual in it mm-hmm. in a weird way. Um, but I think that's because we're human, right? right? Mm-hmm. God wants us to be with him, not just do things for him. Mm-hmm. He wants mm-hmm. us to be with him. Mm-hmm really good book about called with was very helpful a few years ago so you guys oftentimes are looking for maybe books podcasts uh Mm -hmm. things like that to kind of help you along the way and that's Mm -hmm. always great there are a ton of things and we could sit here for an hour to talk about all the great books and and things like that the self-help books that i've read personally that have helped me along my faith journey um but switching off that because uh, trying to wind down the podcast, I apologize for keeping you guys over the time, but your story has been great and it's been awesome to talk to you guys. Um, who are the key people? You've already mentioned Jared mm-hmm. as someone that's kind of helped you guys along the way. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, we don't want to give him a too big of a head here, <laughs> uh, but along with Jared, who are some other people that have influenced your guys' faith journeys? I would say our, our parents definitely have. Um, I think both of our hearts for serving came from them mm-hmm. um, and, and watching them model that as in our younger years. Uh, for me, I, two people really come to mind. Uh, my buddy Nate, who just really just loved on me whenever I was that crazy guy and really kind of showed me that the Jesus I was taught, maybe I should take a second look at him. And mm-hmm. maybe he's a little different than, than the... Uh, you know, God holding the buzzer, waiting to buzz you when you mess up. Right. Mm-hmm. That I that I had uh, kind of adopted. Mm-hmm. And then the, the other one's my buddy, Adam Prescott. And so Adam's down in Georgia. Um, but just a pivotal time in my, my life when we moved in together. And mm-hmm. he's he's who I call when I'm wrestling with things. He's who I call, you know, even mm-hmm. though we're miles and miles away. Um, he's still kind of my... Brittany, she'll crack me up. She'll be like, I can't talk to you about this anymore. You need to just call Adam. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he's going to give you the right. Call an audible, yeah. yeah. Call yeah. someone else in. Yeah. Talk to a dude. I don't know. <laughs> so that's been good. And then here lately, uh, my cousin Brent, who's mm-hmm. uh, part of the parking lot team, 
you know, he's been kind of my go-to as well, just really sharing life together, just mm-hmm. both have young kids, or he has he has another on the way, um, and just learning that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree. Our parents um, were huge, and just the heart of serving has been mentioned. My sister, um, funny thing is, or ironically, we weren't very close as a child, <laughs> or as children, um, is when we got married, and um, I think because I finally caught up to the stage of life she was in. Um, she's a few years older than me. Um, and then one of my childhood friends and even college roommate, Fallon, Fallon Hill, uh, she lives now with her husband in our hometown, but just through the uh, seasons of messiness of just trying to figure out, like I said earlier, who you are and even dating, you know, in college, and that's when I met Ben and making sure that we date the way that we need to date, that we respect mm-hmm. ourselves and, and even respect the person. And so just that accountability, just different seasons. And so she was pivotal and just a wonderful friend. And um, yeah, she's actually the one who brought me to the journey. So okay, yeah, well. yeah. So I am forever thankful for yes. Fallon <laughs> and um, love her to death. So, but I would say definitely her and then would be the, def- the other two women mm-hmm. that have played a role in my life. You guys definitely have a strong support system, and uh, mm-hmm. it's been great to sit down and talk with you guys. And before we go, you guys have kind of left out a lot of really good teaching moments, and I don't, I don't want to <laughs> put, put you guys on the spot. Um, but you guys have mentioned a lot of great things, like providing time to rest, making sure that you take that time, uh, you take the Sabbath, and you make sure that you're resting. And uh, along with that, you guys are raising a family, and... You guys have a lot of moving parts, so, and you still find time to volunteer and give away time, which is the most valuable thing uh, that we have. So what would you say to someone that is maybe in a similar season of, of like you guys are, or maybe even just looking to take steps to volunteer or work in uh, possibly a missionary uh, trip or anything like that? What would you say to them if they're like, man, I don't have the time, or oh, I'm just so busy? How do you guys make the time, and how do you guys do it? <laughs> well, I, I think being part of small groups mm-hmm. has been a pivotal part for us. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we've had those other folks, you know, and, and they've been even busier than we are. So it's you can't complain to them, mm-hmm. you know, whenever we weren't volunteering. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think doing things that are a little out of your comfort zone, you know, and uh, if you could do everything, there's no need for God to show up. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you can kind of create that gap, then that's whenever you start to see things happen. And, you know, the the moments, the stories, the that's why we keep on serving, mm-hmm. you know. And, you mm-hmm. know, we have friends we've been inviting for years. It's like when they walk in those doors, <laughs> I mean, we're going to lose it. We're mm-hmm. going to be balling babies. Mm-hmm. And to think that somebody, for somebody else, that friend of theirs walked in that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... We just want to be a part of that, and mm-hmm. uh, we don't want to miss that. I never want to miss where God's working, because you can easily miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my advice would be serve. If you're not in a group, find your people. Um, you know, not everybody can do a mission trip, but I, I do recommend one, once in your life, just mm-hmm. go and see the church somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, mm-hmm. we, we always talk about we're going to help in Guatemala. Uh, but I tell folks, if you could just view their faith is so big, 
and kind of prosperous the way that we, you know, think about how wealthy America is, but it's flipped. You know, the yeah. spiritualness in America is in poverty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wow, know, yeah. um, whereas we have the stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do all the things. Do all the things. <laughs> yeah. I, I would definitely say a small group. And a small group that is, um, it can be a mix, but what's helped me mo- the most in the past few years is a small group that is in the same season of life that I'm in, um, especially with children and, and just, and working. You know, I, I choose to work out of the home and, and be a mom and a wife and, and all the things. and, and that can beat you down and it can society can make you feel a certain way so but if you're surrounded by other women who are like that's okay and and come alongside you that's great having that small group and your kids seeing that uh, modeled uh, is huge you know I want my children to find the Lord and to love him and serve him when they're adults and the best way I know how to do that is to be the model and to be the example for them and so small groups are huge uh, serving, I love to serve though. It's just part of. Uh, it's not uncomfortable for me, so I understand some of those who are like, I don't want to talk to anyone. So just choose a position where you can serve, and it's your and it's your space, and it's your um, your team, and giving. I mean, there's been so many different seasons at the journey where uh, giving financially has been needed. Um, I did a now and later series many years ago. I remember we did some tacky t-shirts or something, and. Um, but it was like $50 of surprise um, underneath our seats and then it was you could choose to go spend it or, or find a different way to give it to someone else in the community and I think I was I was just who I gave that to and what they did with it was really cool mm-hmm. um, but yeah I would say get involved and, and find a way it's, it's definitely changed my life and it's changed our, our relationship mm-hmm. well, okay and I would love to continue to talk to you guys because I feel like we just scratched the surface. You guys, you guys have provided a really interesting story, and uh, thank you for allowing me to ask you the questions about it and kind of, you know, weave, weave through and be a part of it. So um, that's as long as I will keep you guys. I know you probably you've got to go pick up the kids, right? So yeah. you're very busy, but thank you for taking the time to do this, uh, Ben and Brittany. It's been great, and uh, thank you guys so much. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. having thank having you. us and for doing this. Yeah, yes, no church. problem. No thank problem. You, thanks Gwen. for being. Yeah, thanks for saying that you guys are fans. That's, <laughs> that's, that's really funny. We are. <laughs> we are. We are big fans. Yeah. Shout out to Omar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of Behind My Journey. If you or anyone that you know would like to have your journey featured on this podcast, send us an email at podcast at journeycalloway.com. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And if this message spoke to you, please help us spread the word and share it with others. Until next time, my name is Quinn Eaton, and this has been Behind My Journey.